This is the Happy Families Podcast with Dr. Justin Coulson. We're Luke and Susie, and this is the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. And, Suze, this is great. Uh, this is your question. Uh, you want to try and get permission from our parenting expert <laughs> to find out, when is it okay to ignore our kids? <laughs> She's, you're done, you've had enough, <laughs> and, you, and you want approval for this, well, Suze. To give you the, the what was going through my head about this... I, Dr. Justin Coulson's in studio with us and we've been talking with Justin for a long time now and I've learnt, I think, a little bit about the style of parenting that he promotes and it's quite a a shepherding approach. It's a guiding and leading approach with our children and when I thought about this in the context of ignoring children's behaviour, I suddenly thought, I wonder if, if that's something that you would approve of in certain contexts because is that <laughs> is that really teaching our yeah. children what is not okay. Yeah, so because we, we, we tend to have a switch full on, switch full off yeah. kind of theories of parenting. What do you think, Justin? Is it ever okay? Uh, when is the time to ignore kids' poor behaviour? That's a really good question. <laughs> I've put you in. I guess the question really is, is there ever a time where it's appropriate to ignore children's behaviour? Because we hear it a lot. Oh, just ignore them. Just ignore them. Um, but, but is that actually guiding and teaching our children through whatever they're doing? You know, the, the, the place that where, where people usually will say you should ignore your child's behaviour is during like a toddler tantrum. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the child's going absolutely bananas. You need to ignore them. I have, a, I have a different way of approaching things. If a child's going bananas, it's because they've got some sort of an unmet need. It might be because they want something that they can't have. Uh, you know, I want to play with the iPad. Well, no, it's not screen time. I want to go outside and play on the swings. I know, but it's raining and it's uh, four degrees. Mm. Um, or, you, you know, they, they have these big tantrums and, and some people say, well, you just ignore it and it'll go away. When I was a kid, when I was a, a, a toddler, I used to hold my breath. Oh. And and my mum was told by the paediatrician that she needed to ignore it. And she said, but if I ignore it, he'll pass out. And the paediatrician said, that's right. And so mum ignored it and I passed out. And it happened a couple of times. I would actually hold my breath until I passed out. Wow. But eventually, apparently, I stopped doing that. I'm, I'm here today to, to tell the story. I've been affected <laughs> by it, obviously. I was thinking, what happened in the end? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, clearly, <laughs> it all turned out. Look, look at the way my brain works, dear me. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think that ignoring it is a good idea unless you want your children to pass out or unless you want them to – I mean, you think about it. When you ignore your kids, does that improve their behaviour? If the kids are fighting with each other, does ignoring them make them suddenly go, hmm, I'm not getting attention from my parents. I think that I'll start behaving now. Mm. I, they, they usually actually make things worse. If you ignore a toddler tantrum, the toddler continues to tantrum. Um, what we need to do instead is understand what's going on with our children. I recommend time in rather than time out. Uh, if a child's having a hard time, it's because they don't know how to deal with the emotions that mm. they're feeling. They don't know how to behave appropriately in the situation and they don't need to be left alone at that point. Now, sometimes you might have a child who is losing the plot and is non-responsive. So a case in point, one of my daughters uh, at the dinner table one night a few years ago, young child, uh, didn't want dinner, started to have a great big dummy spit, you know, throwing the knife and the fork on the floor, tried to get the bowl and throw that on the floor as well, rescued the bowl just before the whatever mm. it was went all over the, all over the, uh, the, the tiles. But there's this moment where I, I recognise that this behaviour is not okay and if I ignore it, it's only going to get worse. So I picked her up and I tried to give her a hug and you know what toddlers are like when you try to give them a hug? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was fighting. She was trying yeah. to punch me in the head and all sorts of things. Uh, it's pretty funny actually because no matter how hard they punch you when they're toddlers, it, 
it doesn't hurt. <laughs> so you can, hit me again. Come on. <laughs> it's the only time that you'd ever say that. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, but, but I, I took her out of the room and I tried to hug her and I tried to have some time in with her. She didn't mm. want that. So at that point, you might say, well, just ignore her and let her calm down. Again, I don't think ignoring is exactly the right thing. So, Because ignoring feels like a punishment. Yeah. Ignoring feels like you're doing something to that child to make them pay a price for their bad behaviour. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't like making kids suffer, uh, at least not in a punishment kind of way. I mean, if they well, – yeah. So, so I said to her, I can stay with you because you're having a hard time or I can leave if you'd rather be on your own. So there's a there's a degree of choice here yeah. for this two or three yeah. year old. Yeah, and and, and she's not just, ignoring; that's acknowledging. Exactly, mm. and so she screamed at me. She said something like, um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Articulate girl." Yeah, yeah. Yes. she told me to go away. I think is what she was saying. And I said, "I get the feeling that you're telling me to go away. I can go away if you want, but I'd really like to give you a cuddle." And she screamed at me again. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, you don't want me near you, so I'm just going to wait over here by the door." And mm-hmm. so I walked over to the door, and she screamed at me again. I said. Based on what you're saying to me, I feel like you'd rather me just leave you alone. So as soon as you're ready for a cuddle and as soon as you're ready to sit with us quietly and peacefully, I'd love for you to come and let me know. Mm. So at no point am I ignoring her. At no point am I giving her a time out. Mm. I'm letting her know that I get how she feels. She's upset. She's feeling horrible. Give her some space. But she's welcome back as soon as she's willing to play by the rules. Yeah. And so I stepped out of the room. And as I stepped out, I turned around one more time and I said, just before I go, are you sure you don't want to cuddle? And at that point, she ran to me with arms open and she wanted a big hug. And I said, would you like to come and join us for dinner now? And she said, yes. And we sat down and we had a peaceful dinner. Now, you can do that sort of thing. There's been a couple of times where I've said, would you like a cuddle now? And they've screamed at me again. So I've walked out of the room, waited outside the room for 30 seconds and then opened the door and said, I just thought I'd come back one more time and see if you want a hug. Mm -hmm. And they usually come to me then. They just need that little bit of space, but not as a punishment, just as a bit of space. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter whether the child is 2 or 22 Mm -hmm. or anywhere in between. Ignoring them just makes them feel invalidated, makes them feel unworthy, makes them feel like they don't matter. Mm -hmm. And their opinions and their their worldview is irrelevant. so often the logic, though, is if their behaviour, if their tantrum is deemed to be just attention-seeking, then that's when we should ignore them. Which, which both, which <laughs> it to doesn't me, make sense. Well, if they yeah. want attention, give them attention. <laughs> but it's, it's quite the interesting because I can understand negative attention, like negative behaviour. So this is the theory. If they do negative behaviour, then you get my attention. I'm reinforcing doing negative behaviour yeah, versus the, getting the attention when there's good behaviour. So this is this comes out of the 1960s, 1970s. A, a psychologist called B.F. Skinner, he used to do experiments with pigeons and with rats and he would offer reinforcement mm-hmm. or punishment to get them to behave in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And the argument of psychologists was if you respond positively to negative behaviour, you're going to reinforce negative behaviour. Uh-huh. Now, I can tell you... That the research does not, the current research does not necessarily support that view. If, how do I say? It? Okay, form follows feelings. Our children's behaviour is a direct response to the feelings that are inside them. So when we respond to a child's challenging behaviour, we're not reinforcing the behaviour. We're responding to the feelings that underpin the behavior. Uh, mm-hmm. In other words, a child's behaving in a bad way because they're having a hard time. They're feeling horrible. So we don't respond to the behavior. We respond to the feelings. We say, you're having such a hard time this mm-hmm. morning. You just don't feel like getting out of bed and getting on with the day. You'd rather not go to school because you feel awful today or you feel lonely or you feel isolated at school or you feel this, this and this. The behavior is irrelevant. It's the feelings that underpin mm-hmm. it yeah. that matter. And, and when we ignore the behavior, we also ignore the feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's where kids start 
to have self-esteem issues. That's where kids start to struggle with resilience because we feel like we don't. They feel like we don't care about them, not、mm. their behaviour. They feel like we don't care about their feelings, which means、mm. we don't care about them.、Mm. Oh, I love that, and I can see the logic of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because because I mean it makes sense because for for years I've always you know thought that on the one hand it logically makes sense to don't reinforce the negative behaviour on the other hand it was the least sensical thing I've ever I've ever heard because if they want attention then then surely as my, as a parent my job is they're, they're deprived of something and if attention's it I can give them that you know what I call ADD everyone's been banging on about ADD for a couple of decades now attention deficit disorder、yeah. I, I call it something different I call it adult. Deficit disorder.、Mm. The, the kids, the kids aren't getting enough of us, and that's、mm. why they're playing up. It, it's incredible what happens. It doesn't matter. I mean, you think about the times where your children have been having a hard time, and you've stopped what you've done. You've looked them in the eyes. You've listened to them, and you've spent two minutes or twenty seconds with them in that moment.、Yeah. Do they turn around and say, "I'm just going to keep on behaving like a bullfed because I can"?、Yeah. Like they, they don't. They, they calm down. They respond. They feel understood, and we get rid of the challenging behaviour. But when we ignore them,、yeah. or when we get angry at them, we just blow it up and make it worse.、Mm. What happens if they're just being plain annoying? Justin, can we ignore them then? <laughs> What, what do you do with Susie when Susie's being playing annoying to you? Oh no, I, I lock her in a room. I put her in a. And a, Susie and says, "Thank goodness, forty-five、right. minutes of peace and quiet." Yes, I've been waiting for this. May I have some dinner while I'm in here? No, quite frankly, if Susie's being annoying, I take everybody out. We leave. We leave her here. We'll come back. We'll come back when you have a good think about your actions, Susie. And Susie says, "I should behave like this that's all、right. the that's time." That's reinforcing the behaviour. That's for sure, Doctor. Justin Coulson, thank you so so much for for addressing that question that's been bugging in my head for a little while. I really appreciate it. That's、no, a pleasure. And of course, there are loads of resources available, lots of information, books, podcasts, and programs. You can find them all at happyfamilies.com.au. But if listening to Dr. Justin Coulson makes you think that people in your organisation or school could benefit from hearing him as well, you can find out how to have Justin speak for your school or organisation at justincoulson.com.